1: Welcome back to MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, May 30th edition. Hope everybody had a good holiday weekend, ready to get back into the grind that is the day-to-day work life and some more DFS action tonight. We have a loaded 14-game slate and it's an interesting one, like like most slates, but pitching all over the board, some interesting punts, some high-end options, uh, bats for days, expensive bats for days. It's going to be a fun one. Really, really fun one. Let's take a quick look at your weather before we get cracking. Oakland at Cleveland, wind blowing out to right field. That one is not on your slate unless you play the all day, which is not available yet. Usually becomes available sometime in the morning on DraftKings. D-backs at Pittsburgh. Rain shows up late at night. Should be fine there. Yankees, Baltimore. uh, Rain during game time, up 40 to 60% chances, but then dies off, so maybe a late start, hopefully. Uh, Dodgers, Cardinals. Kind of showers off and on, but looks like it should be okay, hopefully there. Brewers-Mets, wind blowing out hard to left field, 25% chance of rain. Most of these low ones, if you've noticed by now, usually disappear and we're fine. Red Sox, White Sox, wind blowing out heavily to left field. Astros-Twins blowing out hard to right field. Got some nice wind games today. Tigers-Royals raining during the day, clears up at night, maybe a late start there. Um. And then the normal wind blowing out hard in San Francisco, as you saw yesterday, it usually just doesn't. The wind's not the thing that you have to worry too much about in San Francisco. Let's look at your game totals on the day. A's, Indians, 8.5. D-backs, Pirates, 7.5. Yankees, Orioles, 9. Dodgers at Cardinals, 8.5. Reds at Jays, 9.5. Brewers at Mets, 9. Mariners at Rockies, 11. And Coors Field. Phillies at Marlins 9, Rays at Rangers 10, Red Sox at White Sox 7.5, Astros Twins 9, then there's a couple, the Tigers Royals and Braves uh, Angels, there's a couple starters that just got named late yesterday, no totals on those ones just yet, Cubs Padres 8.5, Nationals at Giants a nice total of 8. Lots and lots of interesting options today. Let's kick it off with your starting pitching. And one of the real intriguing ones to me, Mr. Automatic in my book, I say use him all day, every day. I'm talking Christopher Sale as your high-priced arm. He's $13,400 coming off a rocky start against the Rangers where he went seven and a third but didn't his first non-double-digit K game of the year, only six he got you 22.3 points. That's not enough. It's not enough. I know it sounds bad, but he needs like two or three more strikeouts. Would have been perfect. Um, he was pitching really well. Got kind of hit late. That's what happens when you play the Rangers. Rangers have that kind of offense. Now he's going home. Going back to the White Sox where things got a little crazy towards the end. You know, he's cutting up jerseys and this, that, and the other. He gets traded to the Red, the Red Sox. And he's making his triumphant return home to Chicago. Um, We know that uh, they hit lefties pretty well. We've mentioned that. I said play them against Pricey. They hit Price well. They hit their bullpen well. Um, They hit their bullpen better than they hit Price, actually. But they hit Price pretty well. They didn't didn't have the most comfortable game in the world. Sale is striking out on the season. Almost 37% of the batters he faces, which is just insane Uh, he's only walking 5% of the batters he faces insane but he's also facing a White Sox team that's striking out 17% of the time versus lefties if you remember back to when I was giving you the initial Wobas and ISOs and all that good stuff the White Sox were bad well this is why things change they now have a 365 Woba versus lefties which is outstanding and a 172 ISO which is pretty darn good Lefties hitting 257, righty's 269. They have the lowest team total on the slate of 343. It's almost three and a half runs worth versus Chris Sale, which is higher than usual on the season. Uh, if you believe the whole Vegas dictates some DFS stuff, which I understand some validity to. Boston's a minus 155 road favorite, which it's it's Sale versus Quintana. I'm not saying by any means don't use Sale. I will have plenty of Sale. But I usually say go all in on Sale. I'd say temper it down a bit. I would not ignore Sale because if he goes off, you know what he's capable of. And in a revenge game like this, this can be like a 15 strikeout game. It could also be with well, the White Sox hit four home runs in the first two innings of game. Just because the way they hit and Sale's been giving up a little louder contact the last couple starts. So, there's a couple. There's some hesitation in the automatic play. That's all I'm saying. I still love him. I will play him. But I just temper it down compared to normals. why I wanted to break it down a little more. Usually I say Chris Sale's pretty easy. Just move on. You need to just kind of sit back because there's going to be a lot of emotions in this game. Sale's is a very emotional guy. It's either going to work out really, really well for him or it's going to bite him in the ass. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's on MLB Network or something because that's a game to tune in for after sale there's two sprinkle guys not guys i'm gonna have much of it all if any i might not have any of these because there's a lot of good options tonight but verlander the K upside's there but he's on the road where he's been really bad this year kansas city is bad at baseball but they have been better of late so buyer beware there verlander's huge upside big big risk 10-7 Severino, we love Severino. Huge K upside at Baltimore. Baltimore crushes right-handed pitching compared to lefties. Uh, One, the weather concern there. Two, he's 10-2, high price tag. He's going to have to strike out a ton of O's, which is possible. The O's do strike out uh, 22.5% of the time, but uh, you're you're playing with fire. It's high risk, high reward. I have no problem with it, but he's a sprinkle play for me. Next up on the playlist is Robbie Ray, our man. Our strikeout, man, coming off a 7 innings, 2 hits, nowhere, 9K, 36-point performance at Milwaukee. Back-to-back road starts, back-to-back 30-plus-K performances. Big concern with Ray is always his walks. He's walking almost 10% of the batters he faces, but he's also striking out 28.5% of the batters he faces. Going up against Pittsburgh, strikes out 21.6% of the time. 303 Woba versus lefties, not too shabby there. They're the second lowest total on the board at 373. Lefty's hitting 285, righty's 332. Um, so their league average, well, but league average iso. I like Ray a lot. He's got the ability to, you know, walk some guys, give up some hits. He doesn't give up a ton of home runs. He limits the hard contacts. He might give up a run or two, but the K upside is huge with Robbie Ray. I like him a lot at 9600 bucks. If you don't want to pay up for sale or the other two sprinkles, I got no problem with Robbie Ray leading your lineup. Uh, with the way the bats are priced today, if you want to get some nice bats in your lineup, there's some cheap ones you can roll with. I've no problem with. But if you want to get the nice ones, you're gonna to have to go down on pitching. There's no questioning it today. That's why there's some on this list you're gonna look at, you're gonna think and go what? And just trust me on this one. It's a risky play, but it's the reason why we're doing it. And Ray's not as risky to me, ninety six hundred bucks. Here's a guy I have been anti all year, but you've seen me change my tune on certain guys throughout the season, aka Granky and others. This is a GPP only because he's on the road, and I just I I'm not a huge fan, but I like it for a GPP. Kentamaeda is eighty nine hundred bucks. Um, yeah, I, know, I just said that. He's at the St. Louis Cardinals. He's coming off. An okay start with five innings, three earned, four Ks against the Cardinals. They yanked him early. Prior to that, he's been pitching great. He had three straight 20-plus point performances prior to that. Was looking really, really good. uh, 5Ks and then two 8K performances. Pittsburgh, San Diego, Philly. Uh, He was throwing 90-plus pitches, two of those were 100-plus. He only had 78 pitches. They pinch hit for him. He easily could have gone another inning or two. Got you 15, 16, 17 points without a problem. He's on the road, so not saying they won't pitch it for him again. They'll hit before a home team would. There's a lot of factors involved here. There's no questioning it at all. This is totally a shot that a GPP play. This is not a cash game play. Uh, Kenta striking out almost 25% of the batters he faces. Cardinals, a little over 20% of the time versus righties. Cardinals uh, do have a 327 wOBA and a 168 ISO, which is pretty decent. Lefty's hitting 319, he's 265 off of Maeda. Uh, so, you're playing with fire here. I get it. I get it. Um, but I like the gamble here. We've seen the Cardinals offense. It's it's boomer bust. They either go completely bananas or they don't do anything. They didn't do anything last night. Rich Hill and the bullpen shut them down. So, it's a real interesting play. His ownership will be extremely low. That's why I like it for GPPs. Kent to Maeda. Another one that's going to be so low, and I love it. I know he can give up seven home runs today. I've witnessed it. But Jeff Samarja, I keep recommending him to you, and you guys just keep playing him, please. Uh, he, I'd recommend it against Chicago. I know he gave up like three or four runs, but he struck out the world, and he still got you like 25 DraftKings points. That's what I keep telling you he's going to do. He's going to get you a shutout every once in a blue moon, but he's going to give up runs. It's what he's going to do. But if you look back past his go past the three bad starts that started out the year against really tough matchups and a couple road ones, on, very tough, he's been outstanding like an ERA, I believe, below three. He's been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. Don't look at the wins, losses because that just doesn't dictate who he is. He's not the Giants, they don't score runs. He has one of the best K rates in all of baseball. Uh, like I said, against the Cubs, seven innings, three hits. They're three solo homers. They had eight Ks, 21.6 points. He's got 20 or more points in three straight starts. He had 15.8 versus the Mets where he gave up six runs and still struck out nine. got you 16. If you told me my guy gave up six runs, I still got 16 points. I'd be pissed but happy at the same time. Prior to that, he had 38 points against the Dodgers and 18 against the Cardinals. So he's double-digited you in six straight. Uh, four of those six, 21 plus. And he's going up against the Nationals, who is a juggernaut. They might be Bryce Harperless if the MLB gets off their ass and does something sooner than later, but I have a feeling it might take a day or two for the MLB to do anything. But if they do, a Bryce Harperless offense is already a nice head start on things. But you got Samarja. So you got Samarja and his uh, season of over 28% K rate. He's only walking a little over 5% of the batters he's facing. Um, White Sox or Nationals strike out about twenty percent of the time. Uh, I, I know I told you it is a bit scary. They do hit the ball well, but they have a, t- a team total of three a eight. It's the fourth lowest on the slate. The Washington Nationals, one of the biggest offensive juggernauts in all baseball, fourth lowest team total on the slate. Lefty's hitting three forty four, righties only two sixty seven. So there's Harper, there's Murphy, there's your suspects. Um... 197 ISO is outstanding, so we know the Nationals hit the crap out of the baseball. We get it. Zamarza is a slight favorite against Gio Gonzalez minus 120. It's a gamble, but that's what Zamarza has been doing, and I love it at 8600 bucks. In the same matchup, Gio Gonzalez 82, striking out 22 percent of faces, giant strike out over 20 percent of time, and are just dog shit against lefties. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it for you; they're horrible against left-handed pitching. Gio's been better. Lately at home than on the road, but I recommend... I told you Jaime Garcia, for crying out loud. I'm not going to not tell you Gio Gonzalez who's better than Jaime Garcia. I pray to God that the Giants beat the crap out of Gio Gonzalez. That's not going to stop me from playing DFS. I play DFS with my brain, not my heart. Um, When you're talking Gio... Lefty's hitting 277, right he's 330, but the Giants 274 Woba, which is dreadful, and a 104 ISO, which is pathetic against left handed pitching. So you might get the random like Ruggiano home run, or Posey might run into one, which is a no question, and you wouldn't be surprised by that. But as a whole, nothing to really get too crazy about in that one. After after Gio Gonzalez, I give you a big one that Oh, it hurts to say, but it's a really good play, and it's in Coors Field, and it's Tyler Anderson at $8,000. First off, a pitcher that expensive in Coors Field is just stupid. Second off, a pitcher in Coors Field is just stupid. But we've done it a couple times, and it's worked, and this is a spot that I like. First off, Anderson's been outstanding late. He's really turned his season around. We're talking three straight double-digit starts, 23 or more in four of those three. The only one he didn't had 18.6. I'll take any of those starts. Right now in Coors Field. Because his ownership is going to be so low. It's going to be crazy. Uh, If you take out a bad start against Arizona. He's been double digits in 6 of 7 starts of late. He's really turned it around lately. Um, And the biggest part that I do like is he's facing Seattle. And you wonder why. Well, Seattle. Where's my There he is. 269 WOBA. Versus left-handed pitching. They strike out 20% of the time. Anderson strikes out a little over 21% of the batters he faces. Okay, now they have a 5 2 total. That's Coors Field. It's expected. But lefty hitting 284. Righty's 350 off Anderson. I mentioned the 269 uh, Woba. They have a .078 ISO. They have below a 1. 1's already bad enough. Like .078. Sure, Coors might help that out a little bit. If this was in safe code, this would be like the most automatic play of all time. But he'd be Chalk. Right now, he's in Coors. If you're playing a GPP, you're gambling. This is a gamble. It's a very intriguing one. Am I saying go all in? No, I'm saying put like 15% maybe of your lineups, 10%. But make sure you have a little bit of them. Because I have a really – I'm going to go in with them. So that's the one thing I want to keep telling you guys. I, I recommend a play. I'm using them. So, if it goes bad, you're not the only one going bad. Just trust me on that one. But uh, Anderson is in a really good spot. You just saw Brian Anderson of the Red Sox throw a complete game shutout out of AAA, His first start in Fenway threw a complete game shutout against Seattle, went back to AAA that night. They cannot hit lefties right now. It's unbelievable. Now he's in Coors, likely to give up a few runs just because of the Coors effect. But go get me six innings. Go get me seven innings. Strike out five or six. Give up three runs. He might not get you a shitload of points, but he gives you 16, 17 points at the ownership level of a Coors Field pitcher. Huge. Yet, Matt Andrees, 7600 bucks at Texas. He's a sprinkle. We love Andrees. We always use Andrees. I'm not a, as big on him in Texas, just the way they're swinging the bats in Texas right now. It's a very, very, very tough play at the moment. Jose Barrios, 7300 bucks at home against Houston. I can't decide yet if he's going to be chalky or not. He's been so darn good. 22 or almost 23 or more points in all three starts. He's pitching great his last start and then in the seventh got a little beat up. He's gone into the seventh in every start. Seven or more Ks in three of the four. Been really, really good. Give it three solo shots in his last start. That was the downfall. But still at 23 or more points, I'll take that right now. He is going off against an offensive juggernaut. You saw what they did yesterday, and that's why I think his ownership could be low initially people would have been all over him just because how good he's been but the k rate is big he does have a walk issue in the past astros aren't a huge k team striking about 19 percent of the time and they just have a ton of power so it's a gamble but it's a gamble i'm worth it's worth taking tonight to get bats i will gamble on jose barrios on that upside tonight ivan nova now we got some cheaper arms here ivan nova is a good punt he's 6,400 bucks he's not gonna light the world on fire he's not a big k guy not a big, you know, anything guy. But he's at home where he pitches great. He pitches great in PNC Park. Um, strikes out about 17%. Walks nobody. We love that about him. Facing the D-backs, strike out over 23% of the time. We know the D-backs can crush the ball. But in PNC, you're not going to see that. Nova doesn't allow a bunch of damage. He'll give you, you know, some singles. The, Astros are, or the D-backs are going to have to piece it together. There's not going to be a lot of home runs. They're not in Chase Field. There'll be a few, if, if maybe any. But I'm not saying there will be like zero, but Nova will limit damage. There's no doubt about that. I have all the confidence in the world there. Um, and the D-backs have the third lowest team total on the board at 377, right above the Pirates. That's just low scoring in period. We love Robbie Ray. Nova, lefties hitting 345, righty's 295. We know that the D-backs crush it, 348. Well, but 198 ISO versus righty's for $6,400. The upside's huge. And it allows you to pat, to even, you can even put him with sale and still get great bats. You can put him with a lot of other guys and still get great, great bats. Um, the k upside is not as big because he doesn't strike out a bunch of guys. But it's increased compared to normal because he's facing the D-backs. It's a, it's a play I like at 6400 bucks. It's a pump play. When you look at guys at 65 and below as pump plays, he's one of the better pump plays you'll see all season at that price tag. Another one, Denison Lamette, uh, San Diego pitcher who I recommended for you guys against New York. He was outstanding. Five innings, three hits, one solo homer, eight Ks for 26.3 points. Don't expect that greatness, but he could be good. He's facing the Cubs, who Cozart even had his way with yesterday. He walked a lot and did some stuff, but he shut him down for the most part. Lamette is a very good young arm. I tried telling you guys that last time. We were all over him. Um, huge, huge K guy. The thing he didn't do a lot his last start, which is very possible, especially with a young kid, he does have control issues at times, and he can't walk, guys. We're talking a 10-plus percent walk rate in his career. Um, the Cubs strike out about 22% of the time. I think he's a great play. Should be chalky. Um, might not be as chalky just because it's the Cubs, but I think he's a solid play in that ballpark the blow up could be there. The only thing that always worries me about him is he's not going to go super deep into games. You saw last start five innings. Um, it's all about, uh, the pitch count with him. They're not going to run him deep. They're on rebuild. He is part of their future. So once he gets that 80 to 90 pitch range, they're going to start getting bullpen going. You're not going to see past a hundred at all. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts gets yanked in the nineties. So you just got to think of stuff like that. Um, I like him a lot. He's a great punt play. He's going to be heavily owned, I believe, just because of the sales of the world and everything. And people want to get bats. But Lamette at 61, great play as well today. And your last one is a guy I recommend to you every time because DraftKings has still not got his pricing correct. I know he didn't strike out anybody last time, which is very surprising. But the Giants aren't the biggest strikeout team, given he only struck out three Brewers as well. But that was only in three innings pitched. But uh, he's got five innings, three innings, six innings. Got eleven point seven the four versus Milwaukee, but then twenty four point five at St. Louis. We're talking Eddie Butler at fifty four hundred bucks at San Diego. Great matchup. The kid has been great. Um, not a lot of trouble has kept the ball in the yard in his three starts. Really looks like he's turning things around. Um, the K rate has been low, like I just said, but the Padres strike out over 25% of the time, and they just aren't a good hitting team. They're average to, to below league average in all hitting categories. So, as a pump play at $5,400, pretty darn outstanding. Now, if you want to go way off the reservation, I have one for you. Tyler Pill of the New York Mets. This was our Denison Lamette play of last week. This is a little more risky, though, I'll be completely honest with you. Tyler Pill is at home, which I love for starters compared to the option B, and he's but he's facing the Milwaukee Brewers, and we know the Brew Crew can crush, crush right-handed pitching. That they do strike out twenty-four percent of the time versus right-handed pitching. To keep that in mind. The thing with Pill is his strikeout rate's been very low in the minors um, In AAA this year, twelve point two percent in Double A, seven point five. But the last couple years, he was seventeen plus percent. Most of the time, so the K rate was there, just wasn't there yet this year. Little concerning, but not overly concerning. The walk rate was a little high in AAA, but overall, he's been about a six, seven percent walk guy in his minor league career. He's one of their higher prospects—not like high, high, but higher prospects. He's got a one nine six ERA at AAA this year at seven starts, forty six innings pitched. Been real filthy there. Um, ground ball rate about forty three percent. Uh, X tips 507, though, so they're expecting regression in AAA, which is a little scary. But he's pitching in Las Vegas to have an ERO 196 is pretty darn good. Um, a home run per nine of 0.39. Home run to five ball rate of 4.2%. These are all pretty intriguing things. Um, would you be surprised if Pill got blown up by the, the Rivers? Not at all. Not a chance at all. But there's no Ryan Braun right now, which is nice. Um, I think at 4200 bucks he's a phenomenal pump play. I'm just going to put it out there. If he gives you four innings at least, it gets you it gets you double digits. Let's just say ten or more points, forty two hundred bucks, outstanding, outstanding. Uh, I think he's definitely worth a gamble. So don't sleep on Tyler Pill. So there you go, Chris Sale thirteen four, Robbie Ray ninety six. You have Kentomyata eighty nine, Geo or Jeff Samarja, eighty six, Geo eighty two, Tyler Anderson eight thousand. Berrios, 73. Nova, 64. Lamette, 61. Butler, 54. Pill, 42. So you have four really interesting, pretty good upside punt plays. You got Chris Sale. And then you got Robbie Ray, who I really like. Maeda is a little, you know, gamble. I like Samarja. Geo. You got Anderson as a gamble. And Berrios. Lots of really good mixing and matching options there. Um, I, I like what we have in, in store tonight when it comes to um, – when it comes to the uh, the pitching on this slate. Now let's get going in the bats. Let's kick it off at the catcher's position where we have Chris Tillman against Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez, $4,700. Buster Posey versus Geo. First base catcher eligible, $4,100. Uh, Posey's catching a lot of shit on Twitter right now and everywhere else in the media for just standing there while Harper charged the mound. We'll get on that on around the basis tonight. Uh, Riamuto versus the righty. Velasquez at 38. It's a very intriguing play there. And Grandal versus Waka. 36 is definitely in play. Grandal versus Waka. Don't mind that at all. Chirinos uh, versus Andrees at 35. Avila versus Skoglerund. Um, I wouldn't go as big on Avila today, but the lefty is starting for Kansas City, and then there will be a bullpen game. So Avila 34 is intriguing. I'll probably go with Hicks with the lefty starting. He'll get as a discount there. But you got Contreras versus Lamet, Salvi Perez is 33 versus Verlander. Um, the Royals do have, that's another reason why Verlander is a sketchier play. The Royals do have some nice history versus Verlander. I got it right here for you. We'll break this down real quick before we go too much deeper into this podcast for the hitters. Where the heck is it? There it is. All right. So um, Salvi's 23 for 52 lifetime, which is a 442 average with eight doubles and two home runs. That's a good sample size. Hosmer is only 20 for 77, which is a 260 average for two homers. We got Kane's hitting 273. Alex Gordon's taking a deep three time, but only hitting 209. You got Brandon Moss with two homers off of him. But Salvi Prez, that's the guy to target against Verlander. Don't mind that at all at 3300 bucks. Brian McCann versus Barrios at 33. Uh, Tyler Flowers versus the Youngster. Uh, uh, Meyer was supposed to be getting the start for the Angels tonight. Um, I've seen a couple other people out there, but keep an eye on that for the Angels. Whoever it is, not going to be a real great pitcher. for. So the Braves could be a bit intriguing. Flowers at 33 is not a bad play at all. Uh, you got Tony Walters. You got the lefty going in uh, Coors. So look at Garneau for 34. Wieders versus Samarja 33. Russell Martin versus Wojcicki, 32. Martin went deep last night for Toronto as they went bananas. And um, Wojciechowski coming up from the minors, limited pitch count. you going to get a lot of Reds bullpen who got used a lot yesterday. Toronto's going to be another great play, just like I mentioned yesterday. Um, Russell Martin, 3,200. Uh, Cervelli versus lefty, 32. You got... Uh, Pena or Bandy against Pill for 32. Rupp, Cameron Rupp versus the lefty, Nicolino, 32. Nicolino throws a lot of just contact, not a big strikeout (laughs) arm. So keep that in mind there. Okay, they moved it. The Angels now have Bridwell starting, not Myers. Myers still going to be on the DL. They were hoping he'd come off today. So Bridwell, nothing to to cry about either. Um, Chuch Ruiz in uh, Colorado at 31. Not bad there. You got uh, Nick Hundley against Gonzalez. If he gets to start a catcher against the lefty, 3K. Hundley hits lefties very, very well. Don't sleep on that one. Uh, you got Devin Mesoraco, e, uh J.A. Hap making his return to the Blue Jays rotation. Mesoraco's only 2,900 bucks. Haps only in to throw about 70 pitches maybe because he was supposed to have one more rehab start with all their injuries. He's coming back a little early. He's only have 55 rehab starts. Our pitches in his last start, so keep an eye on Mesuraca at twenty nine hundred bucks. You know he's not the greatest guy, but low owned, interesting piece of that ball game. Uh, like me, some Jason Castro, Matt Fires is throwing for Houston. Castro's twenty eight hundred bucks. Fires is letting up like three and a half home runs per nine. He is a gas can. I tell you that every time, and it pays off more often than not. our so uh, the Twins definitely in play. We got um, Hicks is the one I mentioned from Detroit's first base catcher eligible. He's right-handed bat versus Scoberland, 2700 bucks for some value there. Don't mind that at all. Um, when you go down the list, Rene Rivera versus Davies at 2600 bucks. Guy just keeps hitting the baseball. Nice cheap value as well. My ultimate value guy I've been rolling with a lot lately. I've, he's been producing, like I'd say, every other game, if not like two out of three games right now. He's in a great spot tonight. I'm using him in a lot of lineups just as a punt play with upside. So, knock yourselves out if you want to raise the ownership. Raise it with me. Uh, Martin Maldonado of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He's 2100 bucks. He had a huge week last week. He donged a few different times and he's facing Bartolo Colon at $5,200. Bartolo has not been good this year. Looks like things might be catching up with the old man. We love Big Sexy, but Maldonado at 2100 bucks is a great, great upside play. So if you want to punt catcher and save for bats elsewhere, which I've been doing a lot lately, and it's actually kind of been working, um, Maldonado at 2100 is, is a good gamble. Even if he puts up a dud, you paid up elsewhere where it should hopefully make up for it. So Maldonado. And if he goes off, gravy. Going over to first base, Goldschmidt, 53 versus Nova. Um Arizona's bats have been cold. They were cold in Milwaukee. They were cold last night. You know, Goldie and Lamb are always great plays, but against Nova, I'm probably regretting saying this, that I'm, I'm not going to play much of them tonight as I usually would just because the situation and the other options, um, they could go off. But I, I think I'll just take that gamble and go elsewhere. You can't have every home run every night, so this might just be that night. Rizzo 5,200 versus Lamette. I like Mark Reynolds a ton at 4,900 bucks versus the lefty Miranda. Miranda loves giving up home runs and he's in Coors Field. So yeah, Mark Reynolds, 4,900 versus Miranda. Miggy Cabrera versus the lefty Skoglerund of the Royals, 4,800 bucks. Justin Boer versus Velasquez at 4,800 It's very sneaky, but I'll, I'll go Miggy first over that. You got Votto at 47. Remember, it's Hap and then a lot of Toronto bullpen. So when you're playing your Reds, keep that in mind. Um, but you are going to get hat probably for at least four or five. You got a Brayu versus Sale at 46. White Sox, I will have at least one White Sox stack. I guarantee you that. I'll make five to I'll probably make about 10 lineups today, like I usually do. 10 to 20. And I'll have at least one White Sox mini stack at least against Sale. Just throw that out there. Uh, you got Thames at 4,600 versus Pill. Jay Bruce versus Zach Davies. The Mets are definitely in play again today. Um, they have a team total of. 4.58. Lefty's hitting 3.38. Righty's 3.29. Uh, we know we love those lefties in New York. Uh, Bruce, 4,600. First base outfield eligible. Put him in the outfield because there's a lefty first baseman. We'll be, if you're using a Mets stack, that we'd use. Desmond versus the lefty Miranda. He had the day off yesterday. Better be in the lineup today against Miranda. First base outfield eligible, 46. Love Desmond today. I would have loved this if it was in Seattle. So let me preface that. It's even better it's in Coors, but I would have loved him in Seattle. Logan Morrison versus Nicky Martinez at 4500 Rays definitely in play. Somehow Nick Martinez likes to limit damage, but the Rays have a 5.05 team total. Insanity. Lefty sitting 386. Righty's 341 off Martinez. The Rays have 335 Woba and a 192 ISO off of right-handed pitching. Outstanding. Lomo, 4500 bucks. Get some left-handed Rays bats, folks. Zimmerman 44 versus Marja. Um, you got Tanram versus the lefty Quintana at 42. Quintana has been sneaky good at limiting hard contact this year. So keep that in mind. Red Sox have a low total of 407. Lefty's in 279. Righty's only 308. Red Sox only have a 108 ISO against uh against lefties. So Quintana can be on that sprinkle list if you want to get crazy and fade the Red Sox. The Red Sox are one of the hottest teams in baseball in the last couple weeks. So I'm just going to take my gambles with like a Samarja – or one of those other, like a, a Tim Anderson or something. But if you want to fade the Red Sox, knock yourself out with uh, Quintana. Uh, you got Albert Pujols first cologne at forty two hundred bucks is not a bad play at all. Pujols is swinging a good bat went yard again last night. Uh, Trout's gonna be out for a while, so <laughs> Pujols is gonna be kind of having to do a lot of this on his own. Uh, I mentioned Posey. You got Lucas Duda's that leather left handed bat in New York. I mentioned he's four K price tag slowly coming up. A nice sneaky play. GPP, Tommy Joseph, 4K against Nicolino, the lefty. Joseph's been hot and cold, but he's been hitting lefties really, really well in this hot streak of May. So 4K for Tommy's a little expensive, but could be a nice low on GPP play. Kendris Morales, 3,900 bucks, definitely in play against Wojciechowski in Cincinnati. Wojciechowski he's going to, uh, like I said, small small outing then bullpen. Cody Bellinger at 3900 bucks is some nice value. First base alpha eligible went yard again yesterday. Kids just hitting the baseball well, and Waka is very, very, very lucky most days when he's pitching well, if you look at the stats. Brandon Belt, 39 versus Gio. Victor Martinez, 38. Crush Davis, 38 versus Severino is a nice value play with potential home run upside, but also 4K upside. So he's like the snow play yesterday. I told you you can strike out three or four times and go yard. He went yard. So there you go. Justin Smoke, 38, versus Wojciechowski is definitely good. So, Morales, Smoke, I loved them both yesterday. Smoke went yard. Morales had 27 points with three doubles. They're both great plays again today. I have zero problem with either one. Smoke seems to have more home run upside than Morales most days. Morales has more multi-hit game upside. So, you got to roll your dice there. So, in GPPs, I go Smoke. In Cash, I go Morales. I like to go both. So, I usually make two lineups, one with each. But it's not for everybody, so if you're only making one, I guess go smoke. But I could be wrong on that. It's a literally a coin toss. They're both so good, and it's such a great matchup again. Um, Carpenter, 37 versus Maeda, is in play. Hosmer, 36 versus Verlander. Davidson versus Sale. He's first base, third base eligible at 36. Danny Valencia versus Anderson, and Coors is 36. He's slumping mightily. Coors versus a lefty, I get it. He's just slumping, so... If you're going to stack the Mariners, he's cheap. He's worth it against the lefty, but uh, I'm not going there. Matt Adams, 3,400 versus Bridwell. Trey Mancini versus Severino, 33. Uh, If Adam Lynn gets the start today, he's 33 versus Samarja. Sam Davis for the Red Sox versus the lefty. Slow start to the prospect's career. Um, He's 3,200. You got. Guriel versus Barrios, I'd avoid that. Luis Valbuena is a nice, sneaky, low-owned play if you're looking for some value. Say in a big sale lineup, maybe a sell Robbie Ray lineup if you want to really pay up. First base, third base, eligible. Luis Valbuena is thirty-one hundred bucks. He's got he's a GPP play just for the home run upside against Cologne. Um, as you go down the list, that does it at first base. Let's head over to second base. There's some good options there. You can pay up for some solid, solid matchups. Or some decent, like lower owned, low priced options as well. Second base, Robbie Cano, 5,100. Don't worry, lefty, lefty. Altuve, 49. Dozier, 47 versus Fires is phenomenal. Uh, like I said, Fires gives up the long ball a lot. Murphy versus Samarja, 46. Zobras, 45. He's been, he's been hit really, really hot the last couple of weeks. D. Gordon, 44. LeMahieu, 44 versus Miranda, and Coors is a great play. Um,. Johnny Vr vs. Pill at 43. Ian Hatt vs. Lamed at 42. Neil Walker versus Davies at 41. Walker was out yesterday. That disappointed me greatly. He's 41 tonight. Like that. Um, Devin Travis, $3,800. bucks. he has been just on fire. Really good play at $3,800. bucks. do not mind that at all. Chris Taylor's on fire. He's 3700 bucks against Waka. Rugio Dora 37 versus Andres. Jonathan Scope is on fire as well at 36. Good mid-range price guys right here. Yomer Sanchez, switch hitter at 34. There's better options today, but super low-owned gamble if you want to go there. Um, a guy I'm going with just for value and upside a lot of places tonight. Uh, if you're not paying up, if you just want to punt, second base outfield eligible. He's leading off Andrew Romine. 3K versus the lefty Skoglerond of uh, for Detroit. Romine 3K. Nice little gamble there. Um, and that will do it at second base. Let's head over to the third base position, which is interesting as always. Arenado 54 versus Miranda and Coors this is automatic. You got Lamb at 53, Chris Bryan at 53, Rendon at 47. Dongleton's forty-six, like that quite a bit. Um, Beltrace coming back I don't know if it was tonight or tomorrow night so keep an eye on that but Beltre's 4,600 don't know if i go to the well right away with some of the other great options tonight but if he's back he's back and might be worth the gamble in that ballpark Uh, Suarez 4,500 versus Hap is definitely in play Red Stack but I like Toronto Stack better but so does everybody else so Red Stack might be a play in there love Miguel Sano tonight at 44 I like seeing him go yard yesterday hopefully gets his confidence going again Mike Fires is a guy to get your confidence going as well uh, he's been slumping though, so I'm really worried that a, another dud's on the way. He's not completely broken out of the slump yet, but it's a phenomenal matchup with some tremendous home run upside against fires at 4400. Yeah. Machado at 42. Gallant yard again hit an absolute bomb on Monday. Check the around the bases pod handle it. the videos there. It is a crush moonshot. Forty one hundred bucks against Andreas. He's, def- He's a GPP play night in and night out. That's why I recommend him. He's always got that home run upside, and he even hit a double last night. He multi- He's back hitting over two hundred, folks. Longo four K versus Martinez. Mustakas thirty nine versus Verlander. Uh, you can go Bregman at thirty nine versus Barrios, hoping to get some more Twins bullpen. Bregman's been swinging a better bat of late. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, the switch hitter, third base outfield eligible at thirty nine as well. Don't completely avoid the Astros just because I love Barrios. I love Barrios, but you might get a lot of Twins bullpen. You can get a dud from Barrios. That Astros, you saw how they got to the bullpen and they scored like 11 freaking runs. That Astros offense is scary. That team is scary. So don't just completely ignore them. Uh, there's a lot of good options tonight. So if you do, it's fine. But don't just completely just write them off. Uh, Castellanos, 3,800 versus Skogarin. Travis Shaw, 38 versus Pill. I like Cast- Castellanos needs to wake the hell back up, but it's a good matchup for him tonight. Uh, Davidson mentioned him. You got Todd Frazier at 37 and Davidson 36, third base for the White Sox. Uh, Jericho, 36 versus Maeda is in play. Schimpf, your GPP home run upside at 36 versus Butler. Don't mind that. Uh, Mikhail Franco versus the lefty Nicolino, 33. He's not very consistent right now, but he's a decent option versus Nicolino. Mentioned Valbuena at 31 already. Christian Arroyo versus the lefty Geo. He's third base shortstop eligible at 3K. You can go that route if you need to. And I mentioned Paul DeJong. He doubled yesterday for St. Louis. He's 2700 bucks versus Maeda. Um, he's the top prospect. He homered in his pinch hit on Sunday. He hit one for three with a double or two for four with a double and a single yesterday. Uh, he's a right-handed bat, so not sure if he'll be in the lineup against Maeda today. But if he is, he's a good punt. At 2700 bucks, Same with Rayo Ruiz of Atlanta versus Bridwell at 2700 Both good punt plays at third base if you need them, which you might if you go heavy on pitching, but you might not. Shortstop Xander Bogarts, 48 versus Quintana, is in play. Segura, 48 versus Anderson, is definitely in play. Correa, 47, swinging a hot bat versus Barrios. Uh, Trevor Story, 4500 versus Miranda. Story's heating up, went yard again yesterday like Story a lot at 45. That's some value. Once he gets hot again, he's not going to be that cheap and cool as much longer. Corey Seager, 44, versus Waka. Andres, or Elvis Andrus versus Elvis, uh, versus Matt Andres is 4,400. Like that. Zach Cozart versus Happ at 42 is a solid play. Gregorius 41, versus Tillman. Like that a lot. Tula went deep last night. He's 39 versus Will Joukowsky. Good play there. Jordy Mercer, if you want to pray, he runs into one versus Robbie Ray. He's 37. He's been playing okay. I like Andrelton Simmons a lot at 36 versus Bartolo Colon. I know I'm recommending a lot of Angels even without Trout, but some of these guys are hitting them all decently right now. Um, and they have a team total. It's not out yet. Never mind. Not out yet because of the pitching change. Uh, but Anderson Simmons at 36 is decent. You have uh, Azrubal Cabrera at 36 is in play as well. B. Craw, 35 versus Geo. Tim Anderson, 34 versus Sales. Risky, but in play. Jorge Polanco, I recommend him. He's 33. Hits towards the top of the order. I love him again versus Fires tonight. He had a big game, like 15-plus points yesterday. The kid's been hitting the ball pretty well overall lately. He's 3300 bucks versus Fires. really good part if you like – because you can stack Dozier, Polanco – Sano Kepler or Sano oh, Grossman or something. Like, there's, there's a lot of options, but Polanco kind of gets you the dozer to the middle of the order mix. If you want to go there, if you, you can skip it by all means, but gives you that transition if you need it. Our boy, Timmy Beckham's three K tonight versus Martinez. Beckham went yard last night at 2,800 bucks. He's three K tonight. Still a solid, solid price tag against Nick Martinez. Uh, JT Riddle, 2,600 versus Velasquez. Velasquez, like I keep telling you, he's pitching more to contact. Riddle's hitting the ball really well at that value. He's getting you value every night. He had a double and a run score last night or something. So he's, he's, he's not blowing the roof off every night, but he's having some double digit nights and he's $2,600. Nice punt option at shortstop if you need it. Outfield, Blackman, 55 versus Miranda's in play. Got to see if Harper's in the lineup at 54. Conforto at 53 versus Davies is outstanding. My man, JD Martinez, 5200, is my top outfielder of the night. Um, he went yard again yesterday. He's got eight homers in his limited start to the year. He's facing the lefty and Scogler on tonight. Love JD at 52, Judge at 51. He went yard again yesterday. Nelly Cruz against the lefty and coors at 51. Bautista is 5K. He's a great play again tonight. Cameron mayman 49 leading off against cologne's a phenomenal play. He's swinging them out really well. I know people say it's too much money for Cameron maven but if you keep putting up the points like you're putting up, I'll pay for that price. Cargo forty nine is in play. Mookie Betts at forty eight. C Dick at forty eight is another phenomenal outfield play against Nick Martinez. Forty hundred bucks for C Dick. Uh, they used to say that was too much for C Dick too, just like they are Maven. And now they all say it's a fine price tag. Just keep that in mind. Billy Hamilton forty seven versus Hap uh, Gardner forty six is a really good play. I love Adam Duvall at forty six. Double donked on Sunday. Hit one out on Monday, facing the lefty Hap for at least a couple at bats in that ballpark. It's a really good play. Forty six hundred bucks. Jay Bruce, 46, already mentioned how I love that. Stanton, 46, is a decent play. He's always got that dong upside. Love Desmond at 46. Souza Jr. is phenomenal at 45 against Martinez. Mentioned how much I like Zobrist already. Aaron Hicks, 44, is a very good play. Omar Mazzara at 44 is not too shabby as well. Shevler, 4,300, I don't mind even though Hap's on the mound. He's swinging it really well, and you're going to get Toronto bullpen after that. So Shevler at 43, I do not mind at all. NCRT at 43 is not bad. I love Kepler at 42 versus Fires, that home run upside. Really, really like that a lot. Springer's hot. He's 42. Avail Garcia, 42 versus Sale. Althair, 42 versus the lefty Nicolino is a solid play. Ozuna, 42 versus the righty. Velasquez is always in play. Keep that in mind. And we go on to um, I'd stay away from Schwarber until he heats up again. He's always interesting. But Justin Upton, 41 versus Skogler, and is outstanding as well. He's usually been around 36, so it's quite the bump. I should to tell you a little something. Um, Tomas, 41. Uh, I'd, stay away from, I'd stay away from the D-backs tonight. They might go off and I'll regret it, but I'll, I'll build my lineups elsewhere. Uh, Josh Reddick, 4K, is in play. Matt Kemp, 4K, is in play against Bridwell. Kiermaier, 4K versus Martinez. Chu, 4K versus entries both in play. Chu's actually swinging a pretty hot bat right now. Uh, he's been usually leading off against righties, too. So, not a bad play at all with Chu. Um, I mentioned Marvin Gonzalez is an interesting play versus Barrios. trumbull versus Severino at 39 is in play. Fowler at 39. Love Bellinger at 39. Uh, Keon Broxton swinging a good bat. He's 39 versus Pill. You'll probably get some Mets bullpen as well. So, Broxton's not a bad play at all. Melky Cabrera is 3800 bucks. Took price deep yesterday. He hit switch hitter. At, he's got power from the right side, folks. Don't sleep on him. Tommy Pham, 3800 bucks. He's on fire, but I prefer him facing lefties and righties, but he's swinging a good stick, so if you want to ride that hot streak. Colby Rasmus, lefties versus Martinez, 3800 bucks. Sneaky play there. I like Colby a lot tonight. Uh, you pick your spots with Colby, and this is the spot to pick him. Christian Yellick, 38s in play. Ben Gamel, 3800 bucks. I mentioned the value at 35 yesterday. He produced really, really well. Facing a lefty tonight, though, but still not a bad price tag for a guy batting second in an order in Coors. Hunter Renfro, I told you, he's always got that homer upside. He hit a grainy yesterday. He's 3800 bucks. He's on fire right now. he a really, really good bat. Don't sleep on Hunter Renfro. Robbie Grossman. Talk about guys on fire. Grossman is raking. Another big game yesterday. $3,700 for fires. like Grossman a ton. Now, if you want to just go like Kepler-Grossman 1-2, that's sneaky low-owned wise, I like that. You want to go Snow-Kepler-Grossman. I really want a piece of Dozier, but I think a lot of people do. So if you want to kind of be a little different with Minnesota, you can. But Grossman's a really always low on part. He gets walks to get on base. He does a lot of things to get on base, but he's also that good power upside that people don't really talk about. And I like it a lot at 37. Uh, Pilar at 37 versus Wojciechowski is always in play leading off for that juggernaut in Toronto. Um, Worth at 37. Brandon Moss at 36. Low Kane at 36. Uh, Delano DeShields, No. No, no, no. Domingo Santana, 36 versus Pill. I like quite a bit. Um you got um, Jason Hayward's actually swinging a pretty good stick. He's 36 versus LeMet. Not bad there. Denard Spann, 36. Might not be playing tonight versus Gio. Keep that in mind. Chris Young, 35 versus the lefty. Quintana's in play for the Red Sox. Uh, Michael Saunders, 35 versus Nicolino. I always tell you this. Saunders hits lefties just fine with power. Do not be scared off by Michael Saunders versus the lefty. He'll be slow low on tonight. Um... Not saying you have to use them, just don't be scared. Matt Adams is in play at thirty four. You got Marquez at thirty four is in play. Hernan Perez at thirty four. Carlos Beltran is on fire. He's thirty three, definitely in play there. So keep Beltran in mind. After Beltran, we go to, I mentioned Mancini earlier. We're getting towards the bottom of the, the outfield barrel here. McCutcheon, I told you, he's a great upside pump play yesterday because you know what the guy can do. What's he do, hits you a walk-off dong yesterday for 3200 bucks. He's $3,200 versus Ray. Same scenario. He's struggling so bad, like so, so bad. But he's got tremendous upside because he is a great baseball player that has just lost his way. Eventually, he's going to find it or he's going to retire as long as he's out there getting at-bats, you're getting value at 3200 bucks. Like, he's not a play every day, but if you, you, you go to your last play and you're like, okay, I got 3300 bucks left and I got this person, this person, or McCutcheon. McCutcheon's probably better than the other guys upside-wise. So that, that's why I bring him up. You just got to kind of weigh these things out, especially GPP plays. You're looking for that upside and you got it yesterday. You're not going to get it every day, especially from McCutcheon, especially from most guys in that price range. But there you go. Calhoun 31 versus Cologne. Interesting play. Calhoun just continues to struggle, but uh, with now Trout in the lineup, maybe they move him up and get him some protection behind pools or something to get him going. That wouldn't be a bad move on Socha's part there. Keep keep him out of that lineup situation. As you get below 3K, it gets really interesting. Uh, you have some giants that can face a lefty. Um, you got Ezekiel Carreras, twenty-seven versus Wojcikowski. If you want to punt there, but I, if you're if you're playing Jays, you're not punting. You're punting somewhere else. Just throwing that out there. Rugiano twenty-seven versus Gio Gonzalez. Not a bad play, not a great play, but he's not a bad punt. Uh, Gorky's Hernandez, twenty-six. You got not a great play either, but he's a punt. Um, yeah, these punts are so bad right now. They used to be so good to start the year, they're so, so bad. But, yeah, if you're going to punt, i got Ruggiano probably over Gorky's because Gorky's just struggles getting on base, period. At least Ruggiano's got that home run upside we just talked about, like McCutcheon. But there you have it. There's your bats on the slate loaded. So pitching, Sale at 13-4, Ray 96, Maeda 89, Samarja 86, Geo 82, Anderson 8, Barrio 73, Nova 64, Lamette 61, Butler 54 pill 42. You can sprinkle Verlander, Severino, Andriese, and a couple others. When you're stacking, um, Tigers versus Almonte for uh, well, is it Almonte or is it the freaking the lefty? It keeps switching back and forth. Keep it on either one, or they're both bad pitchers. Both really bad. So strike, stack your Tigers. Um, Angels versus Bartolo, I like a lot. Sneaky low owned. Um, Rockies versus Miranda, outstanding. He loves giving up the long ball. I like Tyler Anderson. If you want to put some right-handed Mariners bats, go for it. But I like Tyler Anderson tonight. I just have a feeling. Love the Blue Jays. Everyone should love the Blue Jays. But I love the Blue Jays tonight. Um, and when you're stacking guys tonight, tonight's another one of those nights where you're going to see a lot of home runs. So make sure you're stacking guys that have home run upside. Don't stack like guys that are going to go two for four and try to get a stolen base and score some runs. Um, that's why Dozier's good at leadoff because he gets homers. But, you know... That's why Ezekiel Carrera, as good as he might be, he could get four hits, three stolen bases, and four runs tonight. It'd make me look stupid. But more often than not, that's not going to happen. So we just you go with what you got. When you're looking at Toronto, you're looking at like Bautista, one of the first basemen, Donaldson, stuff like that. Guys that are going to go deep have the potential to go deep. Um, the Rays versus Nick Martinez. Righties are hitting them 341, lefties 386. Lomo, Dickerson, love the upside of Colby Rasmus. Sousa Jr. is a good-looking play. Good home run upside in Tampa. Um, you got the Rangers versus Andres is intriguing. Righties are actually hitting 336 off Andreas. Lefties, 279. Uh, Twins versus Fires, lock and load. Lefties, 323. Righties, 384. I love the Twins. Love them. Love, love, love them. So keep that in mind. But lots of good options. There's more to go. You got Mets versus Davies. Left handed bats in the Mets. Marlins are sneaky. Lefties are hitting 343 off Velasquez. Righties, 326. Um, tons of options. It's a loaded slate. So if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BD Check us out, thesportsdegens.com at thesportsdegens. Should have your PGA DFS coming out later today. Around the Bases episode 14, recording later tonight. Check us out uh, at Boston Moe, my co host. Uh, check us out at Around Bases Pod. Lots of good stuff. If you have anything you want us to talk about there, let us know. Um, Myself, Doc, and Dougie recorded UFC 212 preview tomorrow night. Lots of stuff coming up this week, guys. But more importantly, good luck tonight on your 14-game slate. Hit me up with any questions, as I said. uh, And let's make some money. This was your MLB DFS Quick Hits Tuesday, May 30th edition. I'll catch you guys later.